0: As y'all know, I'm from the Bay all day, San Francisco and Oakland alike. And since I moved to LA, I have been up and down Highway 5 at least 100 times. It's easier to drive than fly because I like to be mobile, able to get from the city to the town, to San Leandro, Antioch, Fairfield, and back again. And the only way I do this is with my kite car. They've been my trusty car rental for five years and counting. They drop the car off and pick it up from my front door. The cars are always clean and new, and the folks who deliver the cars are consistently prompt and courteous. So for all of your car rental needs, be sure to check out Kite Car, that's K-Y-T-E, and use my code, Delinab1, D-E-L-I-N-A, B number one, for $30 off your first rental. The Five-Point Compass is a daily microdose of personal, inspirational stories by jack-of-all-trades and dreamer of all the dreams, Delina Patrice Brooks. For everyone being called to a life that feels like home to the soul, The Five-Point Compass is your friend, your guide, and your gentle nudge forward. Hello, hello, and welcome back, fellow Jacks, dreamers, and masters. I am your host, Delina Patrice Brooks, also known as Delina Dream. I am the jack of all trades, dreamer of all the dreams, and master self-navigator. Take a listen to the first episode if you haven't already to familiarize yourself with what we refer to as the five-point compass. Um, But before you do that, since you're here, I will share that the five points of the compass are the heart, the gut, spirit, the universe, and the ancestors. And those points work in tandem to guide every single one of us forward. Now, today we are rounding out our first week of the premiere season. This is episode five. Um, It's a wonderful milestone for us. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And um, let's dial in. Today, I want to talk about how the universe communicates with you. And if you've been following us, you might remember that the universe uses brief encounters with our environment to guide us into the present moment and ask us, will you match or shift this energy, right? The beauty and the mess, the pleasant and the unpleasant, the universe will use animals, nature, people, technology to charm us and to test us so that we become conscious of the kind of energy we're choosing to carry into the next moment. So again, can you recall times that the universe has communicated with you? Maybe it was while you were rushing through your day and a sharp crescent moon demanded your attention, asking you to slow down and soften in awe of its beauty right? Or maybe it was on a bad day when a service worker refused to assist you in the way you needed to be assisted. (laughs) Or you found a ticket on your car. And right when you ball up your fist and look around to see if the meter maid is still on the block, you realize you actually forgot to pay the meter in the first place. It's your fault, right? So the universe might be calling for you to extend some grace, not just to the meter maid who's simply doing their job, but to yourself, right? because you are prone to make mistakes every now and again. Uh, When I say you, I mean you and I. So um, what are some of the ways the universe has spoken to you, right? Has asked you to shift, to slow down, soften, pay attention, redirect focus, right? Or to extend grace to yourself or someone else. Now, so far, I've shared stories of how I followed the calls or the points of the compass, uh, how I neglected to follow the calls, and uh, I was transparent about how it all worked out, right? And how it didn't, of course. And today is no different, except that I'm going to share one of my absolute favorite stories of how the universe not only led me, but deeply rooted me into this life of my dream. And this was more than 20 years ago. So I grew up in a supersized family, primarily women, um, filled with love, filled with joyous moments and connection, um, but also quite burdened by drugs, domestic violence, gun violence, addiction, right? Life-threatening encounters with the police. Like you name the trauma and I've either witnessed or experienced it. Okay. Um, So by seventh grade, yes, the young age of 11, I was already choking on Newports and bad weed. Okay. I was learning to drink my weight in forties. I was tagging my nickname on the Muni buses, uh, like they were my own personal Hollywood star. Okay. Uh, But I was doing so much of what many of us do, which is find ways to distract myself. From the trauma, I was not yet mature enough to process, right? So if you grew up troubled or self-destructive and wayward, uh, you are my people. I am you and you are me. So now I'm in my junior year of college and um, I'm a pro, okay? I'm a pro at juggling between wild and wasted and alert and productive, okay? Award-winning skills in trauma and task management, (laughs) And I'm barely sober, but I make it to campus and I'm walking through the halls of the gym building where I hear the sound of thunderous drums roaring from a far end studio. Now, I walk through this building all the time, but never before had I heard drums. So it was without thought that I changed directions and walked toward the sound of the drums. Um, And it was almost like I was lured right into Studio 106 where, I kid you not, I was transported into a whole new world of gloriously sweat dripping women, primarily black, who floated across the studio with hips that rolled like water swirling around a drain. And they had intricate foot patterns and arms that could have been wings. The entire class was filled with this vibrant magnetic energy that I just hadn't witnessed or experienced before then. It was as though I was in some other dimension where life was about good, good living, right? And it is for certain that the universe used the power of the drums to call me to this space in this very moment. I was only watching, but what I was experiencing was joy, freedom, and fulfillment via the dancers. And the universe was like, hey, you little drunkie, (laughs) you little little smoker, do you want to black out again or do you want to match this energy, right? This frequency of being alive. And it wasn't even a question. Everything in me screamed, I want to do this. Whatever this is, I want to do it. This is the energy that my soul had so desperately craved when I didn't even realize I needed to be fed, right? I saw the food and my soul was like, yes, please. (laughs) Feeling like you don't hear the calls from your compass clearly or often enough? Then maybe it's time for a reset. Join your fellow Jacks dreamers and masters to realign with your calls at delinadream.com. But the universe doubled down on its call with one very special person. So I watched that first class in its entirety and when it was done, I approached the teacher who would become the first of many beloved teachers who invested in my growth and development as a dancer, but also as a human. Um, He was relatively short, round, jovial, powerful, and his name was Malonga Kaskalor, who I later learned was from Brazzaville, Congo, Central Africa, and the class he was teaching was a Congolese dance and drum class. I approach him, I am exhilarated, uh, but also as green as I could possibly be, and I'm like, hi, I'm Delina. Can I take your class next week? And he looks at me for a beat and smiles and says, no, you can't take my class next week, but you can take it every week, right? Like, yeah, you're not about to play with this. You ain't finna to dip your toe into this vast ocean of life. You are going to jump in head first or you're gonna do what you've been doing, all right? And you know what? I don't blame him for laying out very clear expectations from the top, okay? because I know that the universe knew it was dealing with me. (laughs) So, you know, the universe called me with the drum, but it held me accountable by the man who would become my beloved teacher, Malonga Kaskalord, rest his sweet, sweet soul. So I added his class to my schedule. He then introduced me to the Alice Arts Center, the premier cultural dance hub in Oakland, which was later renamed after Malonga. And uh, my entire world busted wide open. I was a Piscean fish, okay, who had found her ocean, um, learning just as much about African dance as I was learning about myself. And I had no way of knowing that eventually these dance classes would help me shake up all that toxic energy that I was unable to process and to manage, that this would be an opportunity to alchemize all of that pain and worry and sadness, right? Into a practice of self-love and joy that I frankly didn't realize was possible for me, right? I couldn't articulate it until a few years later, but the universe used my environment, the sound of the drum, to guide me away from self-destruction and towards self-preservation, right? Like, ain't no way my life is gonna feel like home to my soul if I'm spending my time and my energy destroying it, right? Now, I I didn't immediately stop drinking because 22 and dumb, right? (laughs) And um, I did leave for LA for a year. So there were a few starts and stops, but slowly and surely my consistent dance practice simply wouldn't allow me to not be healthy and well and alert, right? No more juggling. Um, There was no way I could get through 90 minutes of a dance class, multiple times a week, and sometimes back to back with a hangover. And I eventually realized it just wasn't cute anyway, right? So I was in it, dedicated for what would turn into 15 years of African dance practice across the US and beyond. And though I was learning different dances and rhythms and how they related to various cultures, what they meant in different regions. I was making new friends, many of whom are besties today. Um, I was growing into a community I didn't even realize I'd been craving, you know, to be a part of. I was experiencing all of this joy, fulfillment, and connection, but even more importantly, I was experiencing a better, more vibrant, more expansive version. Of myself. I was healthier, I was happier, more confident, reinvigorated, right? The universe used the drum to call me away from behaviors that were destroying my essence toward a more meaningful state of being and of living. A state of being and living that felt like home to my soul. (sighs) Y'all, Receiving the call from the compass is one thing, right? Hearing them, being tuned into them, but following the calls, I promise you, it's like magic. But the response, of course, is up to us. Whether or not, in the case of the universe, we match or shift our energy that the universe is bringing our attention to is utterly and completely up to us. My little hungover self had no idea what I was walking into when I walked through the halls of San Francisco State University and switched directions because I heard that booming roar of a drum. I had no idea it would lead me into a place where I'd learn to neutralize the discord within me. I had no idea it would bring me to five out of seven continents, to 30 some odd states across the US, to stages large and small schools and communities from Oakland to DC, from West Africa to the Southern Philippines and even to the TV film industry, right? Where I've been navigating for the past five years. That one call and my decision to follow it was the top of one domino that made 100 other dominoes fall into place, right? All this to say, whether or not we follow the calls determines how we feel throughout the days of our life right? The way you feel right now in your life, how close or how far is it from how you want to feel, from how you desire to feel, right? The difference between experiencing a more constant feeling of purpose and alignment versus discord and conflict. I'm offering that it's utterly and completely up to you. The five-point compass, I promise you, is gently nudging you forward toward all the good that is meant for you and it's nudging at us every single day that's all I got for you all today if you tuned in every day this week thank you from the bottom of my heart um, feel free to revisit any or all of the previous episodes over the weekend and I'll be here to chat with you Monday through Friday next week until then May you be open and obedient to all the calls that gently nudge you forward. This podcast is produced by David Tam and made possible by the Kennedy Center's Office Hours Program at The Reach. And remember, your opportunity to reset your compass is at DelinaDream.com, And the episode notes have your discount links for vitamins and front door rental car service.